man, oh man, as you know, there's a lot. We've already got callers on the line want to talk about Danielle Smith and her and her comments yesterday. So we'll do that. But listen, first of all, um, you can call in and defend Danielle Smith if you want. I'm not buying it, though. Okay, it's indefensible. And I think, I think, being generous to Danielle Smith, I think if we got a hold of Danielle Smith and we had her on the air, she would say, listen, okay, I overstated yesterday. It's fine to say that you think unvaccinated people in Alberta have been discriminated against. You can make a case for that. I mean, lots of them lost their jobs, right? Couldn't go here, couldn't go there. I get it. Sure. Discriminated against? Okay. You want to call it that? That's fine. Um, But to say the most discriminated against group that I've ever seen (laughs) in my lifetime, uh, that's going too far. It just, here's what she said. If you haven't heard, and this is what all the fuss is about and why there's people on the phone line already, this is what she said yesterday. They have been the most discriminated against group that I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. Okay. No, they're not. No, they're not. And and I think if Danielle Smith thought for a second and you had a chance to explore it a little more deeply with her, she would say, no, I, I, I misspoke. I mean, Danielle Smith in her lifetime is the same as my lifetime. We were both born in 1971. So do we need to go through the list? No, I, I, don't, I don't think we need to go through the list. If you, if you want to talk, well, let's just stay right here in our own backyard with residential schools that were in operation right up until 1996. People discriminated to the point where they were taken from their homes, right? All those sorts of things. You can go farther afield. Apartheid happened right into the 1990s where you know what happened in South Africa. Take a look at what's happening with the Uyghur Muslims in China. right? So listen, it's indefensible. You can call in and defend it if you want. I won't even argue with you. It's fine. Uh, It's indefensible. It really and truly is. And I think I think if Danielle Smith was being honest with us, and I'd love to get her on the air and ask her, she would say, okay, I overstated it. It's okay to say they were discriminated against. You can make a case for that, surely. Uh, most discriminated against? No, no, not, not even close. Um, the more interesting part of it all uh, to me is some of the conversation that she had around the Sovereignty Act and um, the issues around carbon tax. But the Sovereignty Act, listen, help me out. Explain it to me. If you're a Danielle Smith supporter, I know a lot of you are, Do you feel like she softened too much on what she told you during the campaign versus what she said yesterday? Because what she said yesterday is, um, well, the Supreme Court is is the final arbiter in our country, and and that's just the way that it works. We are going to take the, the issues as they arise, but my intention would be to fight vigorously all the way to the level of the Supreme Court, hope we can make the best arguments, and if new information becomes available, if we end up losing, to, to find an opportunity to relitigate on those. But we will be defending our constitutional jurisdiction vigorously. Yeah, uh, okay. Well, that's what we've been doing, right? I mean, if the Supreme Court is the final say, then that removes the whole, if there's a law that we don't like, we just won't enforce it, which I think was the was the firestorm creator when it came to the Sovereignty Act. So help me out. Explain to me, what what's the difference between we're going to defend our constitutional rights vigorously right up until the Supreme Court? What's the difference between that and what Brian Jean said, uh, what Travis Tave said, what Jason Kenney campaigned on and indeed did? as he had a couple of fights in the Supreme Court. What's the difference? It seems to me they're, they're the same thing. And, and, and the other one that kind of caught me off guard yesterday was saying, she was talking about building codes, but she also referenced carbon taxes and said, you know what? If here in Alberta, we don't get our act together and don't bring in a lot of these policies that the federal government is, is telling us to bring in, and we just leave it to them to bring in the policies, then we're at their mercy. So we need to get going on a building code because that's our jurisdiction. And we've been told if we don't do it, then Ottawa will impose it. Okay. 
And she said, we should have done that around energy and carbon tax. Well, we did. We did do that around energy and carbon tax. The NDP brought in a carbon tax made in Alberta to keep the money in Alberta. Her government pulled it, knowing full well that as soon as they did, the liberals would bring in the Ottawa. So a lot of it's not making sense to me. And it seems to me like there's some shifting. And that's understandable. Going into the uh, leadership campaign is different from the by-election, which is going to be different from the general election. The positions are going to have to change because we know there's going to be some massaging and there's going to be some common ground found in the caucus room where they can all come together and present this. So how are you feeling about what was said yesterday, though, especially around the Sovereignty Act? If you want to argue with me and tell me that people who didn't get vaccinated are the most discriminated group um, in Daniel Smith's lifetime, go fine. I'm not going to argue with you. What's the point? Um, but you can go ahead and say that. Uh, 780-496-0063-403-974-8255. We'll take a short break and uh, back with your calls right after this. We will continue with your thoughts and your calls uh, regarding um, what we heard. And, and first of all, kudos to Daniel Smith for holding a press conference in the press room at the ledge. I, I think that's a great idea. I'm glad to see that happening once again. And uh, and she stood there and she took questions and she answered them. And uh, that's good to see. That's fantastic. What came out of the press conference has a lot of people with raised eyebrows, a lot of people happy. A lot of people concerned. How do you feel? Let's start with Shane. Hi, Shane. You're on the air. Hey, Shay. We, you know, the people that listen every day realize that you're going to criticize whoever the conservative leader is. Oh, is that right? Every single day on the show and on the network all day long for something. But if you want to talk about what Danielle said, she's right. No, she's not. Okay. Well, yes, she is because... You know, I, I know that ascribing you know victim status is very important to the left, but nobody in Canada that was is ever such told, nonsense. Listen, that no one in Canada was ever told they couldn't go to work, they couldn't get on an airplane and fly anywhere. You ever heard of a no fly list, Shane? Have you heard of a no fly list? Yes, because, but that's because of something you have done. There's lots of people on the no flies that didn't belong on there. That's 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 baloney. Oh, no, is it people, okay? People in Canada have never been told they couldn't go to work. They couldn't go to church. They couldn't... Uh, you you know, heard of Daniel Vreend? Have you ever heard of the Daniel Vreend case? Okay, this is uh, across the The teacher the who board. was fired for being gay. Have you ever heard of that case? Have you ever heard of the Supreme Rights, the Supreme Court cases around gay people who couldn't... Okay, you're, you're citing one single case. Okay, so you just said that never this, happened. This it's a lie. It has happened. People that did nothing other than refuse a vaccine that is now proven that they didn't even test it to okay. see if it prevented COVID. Okay, let, let, answer me this. Um, you're a kid growing up on a reserve somewhere and somebody comes and takes oh, you and go. throws you in a residential school and you're never seen again. Who's discriminated against worse? The guy that's not allowed to take a flight to Vancouver or that little kid? I understand that, Shay. Okay, well, then you're also, wrong. This is, this is, this then is you're wrong. Who was discriminated? Hang on, hang on. Who faced worse discrimination? I get it. I get it. Who did? You know, answer the question, Shane. Who faced oh, worse God. discrimination? The natives, but this is okay. also a blank. So then thing. she's wrong. Okay, so what's your point? That's my point. She's wrong. She misspoke, and I'm sure she would say she misspoke. You want to try and defend it? It's indefensible, Shane. It's 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 the victimhood Olympics here, Shay, and it's not. It's it's what they did. To Who's us. being the victim? I'm not allowed to fly to Vancouver, so I'm I, I'm the worst discriminated against Canadian in the history of the country. Who's being the victim, Shane? This is 2020. We've learned lessons from the past, Shay, and they just decided that we couldn't go to work to support our families. We couldn't attend faith services, no matter what faith you are. 
Yeah. You couldn't, you know, that's not right, Shay, in this day and age. She's standing okay. up for us, and there's a whole lot of people in the province that appreciate what she's okay. done. Okay, I said you can make a case they were discriminated against. I agree with you, absolutely. To say they were the worst discriminated against group uh, in her lifetime is ridiculous. It's insanity, and you're defending well, if you it. Go, if you want to go with the natives, they never told any, any native person they couldn't get on an airplane. They never told a native What's person. What's worse? What's worse? You can't get on an airplane, or you can't live with your family, and you might never go home again. Which one would you pick, Shane? Answer me. Which one's worse? Nobody's what? Which one's worse? I guess that, but that didn't happen. I guess so, too. Thank you, Shane. I appreciate the call. Lines are full. I'm going to keep moving. David in Edmonton, you're on the air. Hi, David. Hi, uh, Shane. So I just have two comments, and then I have two questions for you. Okay. So I agree, not the most discriminated, but definitely was discriminated against. I personally had to get vaccinated to get my job. Okay. Uh, I do believe carbon tax is a complete farce. Um, uh, two questions for you. What would you say if she agreed with people losing their jobs? And question number two is why can't Alberta be treated fairly? That's all I have to say. Okay, hang on. Hang on. What would I say if she told people they should lose their jobs? Yeah. For what? what, would, what what's your opinion if she if she came out and agreed that, that companies are are okay to tell people to stay home with no pay because they didn't want to get vaccinated. Well, first of all, she has no business telling any private company what to do on those regards anyway. I mean, that's... I agree with that. Yeah. But what I'm asking is if her opinion was different, if it was the other way around and saying, okay, well, I agree that companies uh, can do whatever they want because people don't want to get vaccinated. I would agree agree with her. Private companies can operate their companies the way that they see fit. I'm a free market guy. Uh, okay, so it's okay to tell people what they can put in their bodies. Well, no, it's not. Nobody's telling anybody what they can and can't yes, put in their are. bodies. Yes, they are. Yes, they are, Shay. And you know it. Yes, they are. How? how? definitely telling people because if you don't, you can't make a living. In some in, in some industries, you're right, and that's and you want to exactly. say that's being discriminated against. I'll say yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You made a choice. The consequence is the choice. Call it discrimination if you want. I'll grant you that. I'll say, yeah, you're being discriminated against because you weren't vaccinated. Sure. Exactly. Okay. And I'm glad you agree with that because that makes sense. Excellent. Okay. Thanks, David. What what, do you have against the Sovereignty Act? What do I have against the Sovereignty Act? I don't know what it is. It changes day to day. That's what I have against the Sovereignty Act because one thing it was we're not going to respect the laws of Ottawa. And then the next day it is, well, if the Supreme Court rules, then that's the end of the story. So... How does that make sense? What about what about Ottawa respecting us? That's a different conversation. That's a completely different conversation, David. Not really. Not really, sir. Not really. It's all. It it all goes hand in hand. How? Explain that to me. Uh, I'm I'm fascinated. How does that? How do they go hand in hand? So it's okay for them to tell us that that we can't build pipelines, we can't export our oil, we can't produce our oil. That's fine. That's fine with you, I guess. So basically, you guess uh, you should you stop guessing because you're you're really bad at guessing, David. You're trying to put words in my mouth that I have actually said the opposite of on the air. You're really good at this, Shay. You're a professional. I'm not, but you know what Clearly. my point is, and so do many other people do. Okay, thanks, David. Appreciate the call. Let's try another David in Calgary. Hi, David. You're on the air. Shay, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? You're- I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for calling. Uh, you're you're going to earn your money today. <laughs> I uh, I feel for you, but you know what? I uh, I commend you for doing the job that you do every day. Hey, I mean, it's uh, a, I'm I'm always good for a conversation. A, I have no. We don't have to agree, David. 
No, I agree. And I was, I was, uh, I was texting you, and I was wrong in in uh, the uh, the comment that you texted back about residential schools yeah, in yeah. 1996. I was right. not aware of that. I'm not from Alberta. I've been out here for 12 years, um, so I was not aware of that. But my point and why I was calling in was was with respect to the the sovereignty act. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm a little bit uh, on the fence as to whether, as a conservative, whether I think it's it's going to accomplish what uh, what Danielle, what conservatives and what Albertans want. Um, but I think the nuance here in between with what Danielle is speaking about uh, with respect to her comments yesterday was the fact that she wants legislation in place to prevent the federal government from having overreach. And I think her comments were that when there's no action being taken on a specific file or in a specific jurisdiction, and the federal government steps in, their fight on that front and on that file is always with respect to the fact that Alberta hasn't taken action and isn't doing anything with respect to that specific file or in that specific area of jurisdiction. So she's trying to bring in legislation, I believe, in order to proactively prevent the federal government from actually taking actions in future in provincial jurisdictions. Um, and I think that legislation is going to try to prevent the feds in future from doing that. I think the gray area that you rightly spoke of is the fact that she's flip-flopping. When, yeah, that's the issue, right? Uh, on the Supreme Court piece um, as to it's unclear what what is her government going to do with that legislation different from Premier Kenny when the Supreme Court makes a ruling. And I think that still remains unclear. I think what she is saying, though, different from the Kenny government and from previous uh, provi- uh, okay, okay. conservative governments is that. And I think, David, you make a good point in terms of we, I, I'm sorry, I got to get to the news here, but you make a good point no in terms of, Thanks, yeah, we've just got to wait and until we get the final version of what it's going to be. And I think, you know, what she presented during her campaign is going to run up into what the other caucus members and cabinet ministers and people who also ran against her in the campaign presented, and they're going to have to find the common ground and that's going to be a process. But boy, it sure has changed. Like I say, we got to take a break. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.